Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're back like a heart attack. We had some technical difficulties earlier because Amazon, Berkshire Hathaway, and JP Morgan tried to shut this show down. I have no evidence for this, but it just feels right to my elephant. Also, Logan doesn't know how to do his job, so. I don't. It was a bunch of conflagration of factors, people. Communism. That's what I'm. You guys use a lot of con words because <laughs> you're two con men. Guys, uh, welcome back. I want to quickly give a shout out uh, to um, John New Medical Apparel. We did a show with them the other day, Dr. Neela, their founder. Uh, it, it was awesome. I was really impressed, first of all, with the, with the stuff they sell, but more importantly with her story, how she's just like stiff middle finger to the medical establishment. We should be able to express ourselves through our clothes when we work in the hospital. And so for you guys, EPAC, there's a 25% off all their apparel Janu coupon in the description for this video. Click through, sign up with your email, and we will send you an exclusive code. And that is a big deal. So definitely try it, check it out. And mad shout out to Dr. Neela. What up, girl? I see you over there through the little thing. Anyways, okay, so today we're gonna talk about fixing healthcare because fixing healthcare is what we're here to do. Amazon's trying to bite our style. JP Morgan, this guy Warren Buffet, is that his name? That's accurate. Yep. Is that the pronunciation? Buffois? Did some fact checking. Did we're some in, fact checking. We're, <laughs> we're in Vegas, it's Buffet, with his company Berkshire Hathaway, Jamie Dimon uh, of JP Morgan Chase, who I bank with, but think our uh, Jay Diamond is a kind of a what is he, Tom? Is he an asshole? Uh, yeah, he's a pompous asshole. And also, he said Bitcoin was going to go down in flames. What? And uh, screw you, Jamie. I hate you. Yeah, it's doing great today, okay? Yeah. <sighs> so, <laughs> we, it made international news because these three billionaires got together and said, you know what? What's one thing we have in common? We're all getting sucked dry by the three trillion dollar tapeworm of the healthcare industry. And basically, it's a... 19% of GDP ball and chain around the US economy because we spend so much money yet get worst outcomes in the developed world. And there's no price transparency. There's no quality transparency. You can't choose, how are you supposed to choose a doc or a system based on quality? The measures, the, the transparency isn't there. It's not like you can read actual good reviews like you get on Amazon 
for an actual health system. It doesn't work. They're all crappy Yelp reviews or health grades or something like that where it's just pissed off patients going, I don't like him, or he gave me Dilaudid, so yay, five stars. And so Amazon, Berkshire through Warren Buffet, and JP Morgan said, well, we're big, big, highly leveraged companies. We pay the bills for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of US citizens via their employer benefits. How come we can't just take this back from the health insurers, the big health systems, and other groups that currently provide healthcare services? And this sent shockwaves out throughout the healthcare world. So stocks plummeted, you know, um, United Health, uh, uh, the big pharmacy benefit managers who we've talked about before as being pretty much uh, parasitic leeches who are just middlemen that do nothing useful for the economy. Uh, these kind of, I mean, I have a slight bias here. And these sort of groups are shaking in their boots because when Amazon, JP Morgan, and Warren Buffett say they're gonna do something, they often will at least try to do that. So here's what I think. I know about Amazon pretty intimately because we work with them through Turntable Health and Zappos, their subsidiary. They are trying to do the right thing. They are not known for taking good care of their employees, except via subsidiaries like Zappos. So the question is, are they going to use the Amazon approach, which is drive costs down, use technology to make things scalable and algorithmic, um, and put a minimum customer service piece in there to are they going to do that to healthcare? And they're starting with their own employees. Is that going to be a good thing? The other question is, are these three together going to actually leverage change in a system that is absolutely going to push back on every level? You have huge legacy players, the pharmacy benefit managers, the health insurers, the pharmaceutical companies. They're all going to push back in a way that they probably have more leverage than these three companies. So when I say I doubt they're going to succeed, I do, I have deep doubts, because this, we've been told this before. Tech's gonna save us, this is gonna happen, health 2.0. Uh, hell no, it doesn't work that way, because it's gotta happen in a way that truly and fundamentally disrupts the mess we currently have. And unless they actually come from a really, truly disruptive angle, which we'll talk about, nothing's gonna happen. What do you think, Tom Heineber? I feel like I wanna believe this narrative, Z, because I'm a free market capitalist, I skew heavily right economically. And so to me, it go, I, I hear it and I go, yeah, fix it. The government sucks. This is like the antidote to single payer. But I know that obviously it has a lot of issues and it's probably just gonna be more of the same. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more nuanced than that because the reason this hasn't happened before is that our supposedly capitalist uh, economy is actually a series of monopolies with legacy players with uh, already a huge amount of government regulation via Medicare setting prices, via uh, government payment systems that are already I infiltrated into 50% of what we do in the US. So since this is all deeply connected and people's salaries depend on it staying that way. Do you remember that scene in The Matrix, Tom? Where oh yeah, I do. I love The Matrix. He already does. There's a scene in The Matrix, CPAC, where he basically says there are lots of people in the matrix that really don't want anything to change. And he's having dinner with the agent because he's selling out his homies on the other side. And he says, I want you to make me rich, put me back in the matrix. I don't want to remember any of the real world. And this is how I want to roll. There are plenty of agents in our current system that want that. So when an Amazon, a JP Morgan, and a Warren Buffett come together and say, okay, we're going to unplug from the matrix, build a parallel system based on principles of business, technology, et cetera, 
Um, should you get excited as a healthcare consumer? Should you get excited or terrified as a healthcare provider? Are we gonna see Amazon Prime service where a two-day rectal is delivered to you, you know, for free? And are we all gonna become even more of commodities in a 2.0 new matrix? that is an Amazon matrix. Because if you talk to Amazon employees, there's been a lot of hubbub. Is it really, do they really treat their employees well or they treat them like commodities, right? Zappos is an interesting exception because they are all about their culture and treating their employees really well, which is why Turntable was gonna partner with them right before we had to close. And this idea that you could provide really good, transparent primary care for a flat fee that's focused on outcomes, that's technology enabled, that uses new ways to communicate like, texting, emailing, Skyping, these kind of things, the way patients want to communicate with you and then hold them accountable, give them classes, educate them, teach a man to fish instead of just throwing fish at him via the government or via private industry or via whatever. That's what matters, right? So we know that there's a potential to do that. Where I'm worried in this scenario is they're gonna do what everybody in the Silicon Valley has been doing, which is like, we can just measure and, and uh, technologize our way out of this. Not gonna work. If they don't partner with people like, say, us, people on the front lines who are trying to build health 3.0, they could power it into a 4.0 because using the technology and the processes they have with the money where their skin's in the game, they want their employees to be healthy and happy. It's better for their outcomes. They're the most invested of anyone in the country, these big businesses, because they know it's been this huge ball and chain around us. It's been slowing us down. We could actually fix that, bring some of the stuff internal, and then have transparency. Here's the biggest thing they're promising that I think if they can pull it off, it would be transformative. Price transparency and outcomes transparency. So when I, here, here's a story. I had these stitches in my head. Summerlin Hospital here in town. It's private, it's owned by Universal Health Services. Uh, I think that's what it's called. And it's a for-profit hospital. I went in there for my stitches. I got three stitches and a tetanus shot. I got a bill for $4,000. A thousand of that was the ER docs bill. The rest was the, uh, was the hospital bill. And of course I have a $6,000 deductible, so I had to pay it. I had no effing clue what that was gonna cost. If I knew it was gonna cost that much, and I should have known because I'm a doctor, so I was a dimwit, but I just had a head injury. Um, I would have sewed my damn self up and gone to my own clinic, which wasn't open yet, and gotten a tetanus shot. Now, same scenario, my, my daughter who's six, falls, bumps her chin, has a big gash right before Thanksgiving. Remember I talked about this? We took her to UMC Hospital, which is where we shoot our videos, where I'm on staff. We go to the ER there. We get great, the same service, maybe even better, all right? Uh, maybe because it was pediatrics, maybe they just treated us better. I, I wasn't put out in the hall like I was in Summerlin. Maybe it was less busy. Uh, either way, she got six stitches, uh, and I think she got a tetanus shot. And the entire bill that we got after the insurance adjustment, which by the way, insurance doesn't pay for it, it was all out of my deductible, was a net $600. $300 for the ER staff, $300 for the hospital. Now. I never knew that in advance either. I went to UMC because I love them and because I work there and because it's my daughter and that's where I would go with my daughter. Well, look what happened. Huge price discrepancy, same outcome, maybe better outcome at UMC. So already we know price is totally untransparent. You have no idea what you're gonna get. You know, uh, outcomes are not directly linked to price. In fact, most of the preliminary data seems to suggest that the less something costs in healthcare, the better 
it's actually tuned to deliver a good quality outcome. Uh, and so here's what Amazon, JP Morgan, and Warren Buffett can do. They can actually start to force price and outcome transparency. And part of that, part of that has to be that employees of health systems that work with them have to have good scores on satisfaction themselves because all evidence seems to suggest that happy employees and staff at healthcare institutions mean better outcomes for less and happier patients. Why? Because it's the journal, it's a New England journal of duh, right? If they're happy and they would send their own family to their institution, you can bet that they know something that the public doesn't know. Talk about transparency, right? So that's a important quality measure. How happy and satisfied and supported do the staff feel? That's why I think we should be nervous if, it, if they treat us like Amazon employees. We should be excited if they use what I just said as a metric. Because then you're gonna actually have price transparency, transparency as to how do they treat the medical staff. And then Amazon and, and these groups, this combined AMA group, it can actually drive uh, patients, their patients, to places that have great outcomes for low cost that treat their staff well. That would start to transform the system. Then you enable that with the technology that these companies are actually known for and an element of actual customer service that isn't just give me my dilaudid and my turkey sandwich, but rather I felt listened to, they responded to my questions, my team coordinated with themselves and with specialists downstream, I, I knew what I was gonna get billed, there was transparency there, and I was treated like a human being. That's a patient experience that you want. Not, oh, they gave me everything I wanted or everything I thought I wanted, instead of the medicine that I needed with communication and heart and compassion. I don't know, Tom, what do you well, think? I think you're right to be concerned about employees because you know one of the reports that's coming out of, about Whole Foods, and I don't know if you ever used to go to the sandwich bar at Whole Foods, but I did all the time. <laughs> and what you would find there is just sort of like your average barista type, like 24-year-old millennial who really doesn't have a lot going on in their life because they make sandwiches for a living, you know, but they, <laughs> were, they seemed happy. And they mm. really, I always got a great sandwich there. Now when I go to the sandwich bar, they seem stressed. Mm. And I hear it's because they've been put under employee performance review. Mm -hmm. And it's not uncommon to see one of these Whole Foods sandwich makers now crying in the corner <laughs> because they got a bad performance review for their sandwich skills. I've always hated Whole Foods. You know, uh, that's because you're, uh, you're a communist. Uh, you. uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about this because this has been in the news lately that Whole Foods employees are undergoing horrible shifts in morale. Our Whole Foods here in Vegas has just gone to the dumps. Like you don't even want to go in there. It's grim. And the question is, is that Amazon or is that something that was happening before the Amazon takeover? Some of the employees have actually been saying no. It was this new inventory management process and process of uh, looking at, at um, performance that started before Amazon. And some of them are actually looking to Amazon to fix it. So it's unclear. And again, you can't judge an entire company by their subdivisions because Zappos is the opposite. Zappos is really all about uh, employee satisfaction, feeling like a family, this culture, uh, and customer service. So I, I'm actually less concerned about Amazon destroying medical morale that way. I'm more concerned that they, that they get the premise right. That it's not just about you know, transparency and technology, it's also about leveraging the human relationship that makes healthcare great. And, and that means 
looking at these sort of health 3.0 structures, like really good preventative primary care, like specialists who are optimized to do what they do and communicate really well in a network, integrated electronic health records that serve the patient and the care rather than billing. Could you imagine, Tom, if this new entity doesn't require you to bill CPT codes and, and diagnose all this crap in the EHR, but actually just says, do the right thing for our patient, control costs, improve outcomes, make our patients happy in the sense that they're getting, they're getting listened to, and that's all you need to do, and we'll re-up the next year, we'll pay you more the next year. That was the premise behind what Turntable Health was trying to do. If they can do that, and we can unplug from the insurance grid and the click box grid and the health 2.0 matrix and the patient satisfaction and measurement industrial complex, we could absolutely transform the world's biggest healthcare spend into the most effective healthcare spend in the entire universe and improve our economy and improve satisfaction and inspire our next generation of medical students and patients to feel like, oh my gosh, we've done it. This is a gift to be in healthcare. It's a gift to be a patient in this country. We could do that. So Amazon, JP Morgan, Warren Buffet, if you're listening to me right now, if you don't come and talk to us, if you don't message me, if you don't make us a part of the solution, we in the Z-Pack, you are effing this up. This is your chance to change all of healthcare in the US. You have the resources. I think you have the motivation because your skin is in the game. You want to do better economically. You got to fix healthcare. Help us help you by hitting us up. And we want those Amazon bucks. That's all I'm saying. All I need is a free Prime membership. I will do it for that. Listen, I, I believe that they can fix it to some degree, right? But I think the real question we have to ask ourselves is, what does a fix look like at scale? What does a fix look like for 300 million people and to completely overhaul the entire system? Because if it doesn't scale, it doesn't work, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. And that's the great thing. Actually, ZPAC, that's the great thing about what Amazon, JP Morgan, and uh, Warren Buffet are doing is they already have hundreds of thousands of employees collectively. If they can't do something that will scale, nobody can. One of the big problems with what we were doing at Turntable is it was a microscopic setting in downtown Las Vegas for a series of small businesses, individuals, and one insurance plan, and a union. That was very hard to scale out of where we were and very hard to survive in an economically depressed area without infusions of cash and support. Now, if you already have a big matrix where people are gonna use it and they're gonna hold you accountable for good experiences and outcomes and also treating your employees and doctors and nurses and everybody else well, well that is gonna transform the scalability of everything and when you actually save money, because you will, by providing really good care with really good experience for both caregivers and patients, it will be cheaper and more effective, and you will see then that ripple out and transform the whole system. So I actually think if there's any chance to scale, it's gonna be through stuff like this. Now what I hate, you guys, what I freaking hate, is when the Silicon Valley spins these startups that think they're gonna fix healthcare by using technology in replacing human relationships. Never gonna happen. Technology will be an adjunct. The human relationship will be at the core. We will always be there, assisted by AI and by computers. And the EHR, instead of being a glorified billing platform, will actually help us to take care of not just individuals, but people on a population level. So it's, gonna, it's, it's coming, you guys. It can't not. If we don't do it, our whole economy is going to suffer, and then some upstart's going to do it. Just saying. You know, it always these these things at scale always remind me of sort of like Norway. Everybody always holds up Norway as this shining example of like the perfect country. It's like Norway is tiny. 
okay? <laughs> they use a sovereign wealth fund that attaches itself to our markets. And our markets are powered by violence and destroying the rest of the world. <laughs> so you can't have a Norway without an America, a big brother, you know? And it's the same thing with American healthcare. To our uh, 15 Norwegian ZPAC fans, I, I disavow everything he's saying. But here, here, here's the truth behind this whole thing. You cannot apply anything really at scale to the US from the Nordic countries. It just won't scale in a way that, and I'll tell you why. We haven't fixed the fundamental problem of how do we deliver safer, more effective, better patient experience care while not breaking us using technology. We haven't figured that out yet. We can. We have examples of how to do it, right? Then you worry about how to pay for it. I'm so effing tired, Tom, of people talking about how to pay for this shitty broken system we already have. That's a stupid question. Let's get Medicare for everyone. So you wanna pay? You wanna take all our treasure and spend it on this wasteful piece of crap system we currently have where even doctors are like, I'm not gonna send my own family to this hospital. It's a shit show. It's not safe. It's, it's, it's wasteful. We do unnecessary stuff because we're conditioned to do it. If we don't fix that piece of it, which means we need a partner who's gonna pay for actual quality, and the government ain't gonna do that, they don't care what, they're just, Medicare will pay for anything. They'll make you jump through hoops, but they'll pay for anything until we fit. And you know why? You know why, Tom? Because physician groups lobby Medicare to get paid better for certain services like hip replacements, knee replacements, spine surgeries, procedures. Whereas primary care prevention, preventing a case of diabetes, we don't get paid shit for that. Okay, you wanna then pay for everybody to have that same shitty care? That's the end of our civilization. We're done. I'm all for universal coverage. If we're covering something that works, what we have right now doesn't work. So let's fix it. I'm glad, I'm glad that the private sector is stepping up and saying, you know what, everyone else is dropping the ball, we're gonna try to do this. I'm doubtful they're gonna succeed unless they get us involved, unless they get frontline people who are looking for healthcare transformation involved. If they just try to spin it themselves and they hire the VP of healthcare from you know, uh, United Health Group because they have healthcare experience, it is going to be a shit show. It's gonna fail because you're gonna have the same stupid in the box thinking that they've had for decades that's brought us to where we are. That's what's gotta change. By the way, Zay, I flipped around the camera so you can mention the window washers. The audience can see them. <laughs> I'm gonna come over here. I'm gonna come over here. I'm gonna bring my mic. This guy right here, okay? <laughs> I will guarantee you that A, he doesn't have health benefits for what he does because he's probably in some contractor state, okay? B, he's busting his ass while we sit here like talking shit. He's washing our windows and he's the one who's gonna have an acute cholecystitis <laughs> and have a medical bankruptcy. Why? Because he can't pay for our, our, our already shitty care. Some surgeon's gonna do that, there's gonna be a complication, then they're gonna charge him for the complications. Welcome to our wonderful egalitarian country where we do things better than anyone else in the world. Thanks for washing our windows, homie. Now I'm all pissed off. Um, let's read some comments. What do you think? Um, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, Katie Bohack says, we need this so badly. I know, we need our windows cleaned. They are filthy. Um, Medicaid in Illinois isn't even paying the bills, Tammy Schrader. So Medicaid is a great example. Like The way that Medicaid is mostly managed is they just squeeze the 
the providers. So they, they just they just pay less and less. So no one wants to take Medicaid. And then they, they provide, you know, unlimited amount of services for people under a certain it's not going to work. What they did in Oregon actually was really interesting. Governor Kitzhaber, who I met with, and his plan was, no, instead of doing that, pay the doctors, pay the hospitals, right? But restrict the number of services that are covered to only things that are the most essential, which you have to. You're rationing care because you just, the state just doesn't have the budget. This is the fundamental truth is if you think rationing doesn't already occur, it absolutely does. It absolutely does. We don't have unlimited resources. So how do you do evidence-based smart things that actually improve outcomes and then pay for it? That's what we have to be asking ourselves. So hopefully Amazon and these guys are working on that piece of it. Renita says, who is this dude talking? Tell him who you be, Z. Tell him. I'm that bald man who haunts your dreams. Every night you wake up just ah, and I'm there. I'm in your face. I'm a doctor, okay? Stanford, 10 years, hospital medicine, in the trenches, burned out. Starting making hip hop videos on YouTube. Next thing I know, I'm here in Vegas doing a show. Still see patients at the county hospital because we're moving on up. And that's who I am, all right? Not that I'm defensive or anything. I'm just telling you who I am. This guy's either really good at his job or he's just milking it. I think, you know what, he's like, he's like, now's my chance. I don't know, those windows look clean AF. Dude, they're so clean, they're so clean right now. I love that during the show, Tom got up and moved one of the cameras just so he could catch these guys, because he saw them creeping, and he's like, that's gonna be a thing. <laughs> that's why Tom is still not fired. That's right. Also, he's not hired either. Can't fire me when you never hired me to begin that's with. That's right, see? that's right. I think there's something applicable. Oregon had to have a lottery to cover people, Sharon Reynolds. Is that true? They have to have a lottery for coverage? I don't think that was the case. Educate me on that. How about Medicaid stop paying for non-emergent care in the ED, Carrie Jones? So here's the question, Carrie. How do you adjudicate that? When insurance companies have tried to do that, um, uh, say in Georgia, like, okay, we're going to retroactively not pay for your ER stay because it wasn't, uh, it wasn't uh, appropriate. Well, how does a patient know in advance what's appropriate when we don't educate them, when they won't be educated, right? So it's very tough to hold someone accountable for stuff that they just have no ability to be accountable for. So we have to fix that piece of it in, the, in terms of education. That's why I made that Doc Vader piece about don't show up in my ear with a hangnail because I will cut you with a lightsaber. What, what are some things that people... Uh... <laughs> what the hell is going on here? <laughs> what, what are some things that people, you wouldn't hold them accountable for? Because well, in my conception of things, people should be held accountable for everything. You're right. Well, here's a question. You are throwing up in the middle of the night and have a fever. Your kid's throwing up has a fever. You can't reach your primary care doc because they're overwhelmed or they, the call won't go through or whatever. So you go to the emergency department. The emergency department tells you, this is nothing. It's just a flu. You shouldn't have come here. Bye-bye. And now you get this big bill that the insurance won't pay. That's a good example of, well, it's not really the patient's fault. It's the system's fault because that, that should have been handled by the primary. And that's a dumb example, but there are lots of examples of how this could actually happen. There are also times when you just don't know. And there are a lot of times when the primary will send you or urgent care will send you to the ER because they're covering their own butts. They want that scan. They want that ultrasound to rule out whatever, appendicitis, when it's really just GERD or whatever it is. And then if, if, if the insurance company says, well, mm, that wasn't necessary, or Medicaid says that wasn't necessary, well, then the patient's stuck with the bill. See, this is where 
the patient experience becomes very negative, appropriately so. So we have to fix our, our sort of network of communications. We have to have integrated health IT where we can actually share data and information. We have to change our medical legal structure where we're not getting sued for shit all the time, right? Because that forces us to practice cover our ass medicine that's never ever gonna be cost effective. Uh, and there's some estimates that malpractice stuff related um, uh, practices, about 10% of our total healthcare spend wasted. Wasted, that's still, that's. That's hundreds of millions of dollars, billions, sorry, billions of dollars in a, in a you know, trillion dollar, uh, three trillion dollar healthcare spend. Well, what do you think, Tom? What do you think? You want, you want to wrap it up? I'm ready to wrap it up. I got to say you, this. I hope you heard this, Jeff Bezos. Yep. Mm -hmm. Warren Buffet. Warren Jamie Buffet. Demon. Warren yep. Buffet. And sometimes it's just going to take frontline healthcare providers to step up and partner with these people to do stuff. And that's a perfect segue into our offer of the day, ZPAC. 25% off John New Medical Apparel. That is very cute and incredibly adorable, as is their co founder, Dr. Neela, who we interviewed on the show a couple days back. They're offering ZPAC a 25% off coupon. The link is in the description. We'll put it in the comments as well. Sign up, tell us what you think, give us feedback. We love her because she's bucking the healthcare system to make dope gear. It's not for everyone, but it might be for you. And they have a line for full-figured people called Curves. I'm yes. plus size, so they got me? Dude. He is plus size. You are a plus plus in my book all the time, Logan, and, and they do got you. And coming soon, hopefully a line for men, uh, which I'm gonna sport. Hopefully they include the scrub chaps that I've always dreamed of making myself. By the way, for people that are tech illiterate, like Logan, who couldn't start the show today, you can get to the description by just tapping on the on the video on on my face right now. Oh, just really? Tap it, I didn't know tap that. It. You get right there. Uh, Go in there, you get some scrubs, dope that's scrubs, dope. cheap off. That's how we roll. Off, Emily you know Marguerite loves Janu. So do we. So do you fix we. Fix healthcare. You, you then you you know make all the money. Mm -hmm. Then you do something with I don't know. Z. Add me on MySpace. <laughs> Add me on MySpace. <laughs> we are the friendster of medical shows. You add, know add me on uh, Foursquare. You guys do Foursquare still? Hey, does anybody still use Groupon? Has he ever used a Groupon in the last like four years? I, I Groupon I four one. years ago. You guys still Groupon? You Groupon? You still hey, Groupon? Tom, what are you gonna have for dinner tonight? I'm excited because I'm going to Blaze Pizza. Oh, oh my God, Blaze Pizza is mm. the bomb, dude. We're coming carbs, with you, Z. Carbs. I'm coming to Blaze Pizza too. Yeah. We should all just show up at Blaze. I'll just <laughs> pretend, I'll tell my wife, I didn't know those guys were gonna be here. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just gonna go hang out with Tom and Logan if that's okay. Can you handle the kids for a second? We're just gonna, do. we got business to do. Logan yeah. got me into Euro Balls. I've been eating a lot of Euro Balls lately. Really? Mm-hmm, they're bomb. It sounds like uh, some kind of reproductive organ of a dolphin. Shawarma, son. Shawarma. Shawarma. So Shawarma. bomb. So bomb. Shawarma. The only thing bomber than a Euro bowl is this 25% off coupon for Jan <laughs> That's how you do it, people. That's how you do it. You win the Shill of the Year oh, award, God. Tom. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's not. It's actually not. It, all joking aside, it's nice to be able to partner with uh, people that we actually believe in and those guys we believe in. So ZPAC. As much as we would like to shill, just straight up shill like other people do in the healthcare space, Dr. Oz, et cetera, we can only shill people we like. We really can, so. Casey says, uh, we need a show on Bitcoin, Tom. I don't get it. We're not gonna do that, but we will do a show on medical blockchains and why they're bullshit. <laughs> Wait, I thought we were gonna sell that. Oh yeah, yeah. we're gonna get a sponsor. If, you're, if you yeah, have sorry. a medical blockchain, I'm willing to shill it. <laughs> Nobody even knows what that is, the no, medical blockchain. They don't. You We're putting healthcare on the blockchain. I actually, yeah. I actually do know what they are, and uh, they're all scams, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get a lot of messages from people. Um, we're the first 
um, a legitimate way of putting healthcare on the blockchain. And I'm like, can you describe what that is? Tell, just tell me what it is. Well, it's about chains and numbers and Bitcoin and um, boom, rich. You don't need to understand it because it's ununderstandable. Only AI can understand it and only the kind of AI that was in that one Spielberg movie with the robot. We're putting produce on the blockchain. Um, <laughs> You ever want to track your lettuce through the blockchain? That's what we do. We're called Proteum. It's, it's, Give it's, us $30 million, please. It's the Brussels sprouts chain. <laughs> yeah, I got some Brussels coin. It's, it's dope. Brussels it's coin. like, it, apparently, it's, it's Brussels sprouts, but in digital form, and it's unhackable. And also, each Brussels sprout is worth 20,000 US dollars. But we don't believe in fiat currency, because that's for punks. <laughs> Brussels coin. Uh, I can't believe 400 people are still watching us talk shit like I know, this. you guys should have been out of here so yeah, long. Long you, time ago. Long we ago. ran out of steam probably yeah. 30 minutes into this. Uh, what time? Wait, 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 wait. We're only rant. 30 minutes into this. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ever since you did that rant about the window washer, it's all been downhill. Yeah, it's all been downhill. It's, it's yeah. all been downhill. All been downhill. Yeah. Guys, we love you. Check anyway. out the coupon. Uh, help us understand in the comments uh, what you think about Amazon's deal with JP Morgan and Berkshire Hathaway to try to transform healthcare. Uh, stop, okay, one other thing. Stop sending me private messages with, Dr. Suzanne Humphreys blows the whistle on vaccines. If you don't think 10,000 people have sent me that, what are you thinking, guys? I've seen it a thousand times, I've talked about it. Don't send it to me! Yeah, and also, we think Suzanne Humphreys is a dumb bitch. Spam I'm just saying. I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> Spay and neuter your Humphreys. Maybe I'm the only one who thinks it, but Z thinks it in secret. He's just too polite to say it. I used to be a full academic, like around, I had house staff. I, I, was, I wore a tie every day. Now I'm just worried about getting sued because of something Tom Heineber says. <laughs> just. Hey, what I said was just opinion, that I think she's a dumb bitch. I didn't say anything that was, you know? We're putting See, her on I, the I blockchain. Even, I, I, I think I'm you're, putting Suzanne Humphreys <laughs> on the blockchain. I think, I, Suzanne Humphreys, <laughs> you're elevating her by calling her that, Tom. Like, she's not even in the pantheon of being, you shouldn't even, should, I wouldn't even mention her name if, I, if people hadn't sent me her horrible video where she's like, Felicia, you don't understand the CDC. I'm like, you're a doctor? When did that happen? What happened to you? Dude. Like, what happened to you? It's not about her. It's something <laughs> happened to her where now she's doing this. Like somebody stabbed her with a needle in a failed robbery and now she hates needles. I'm like, why did you go into medicine if you hate needles? We should do an anti-vax coin. It's fake money for people who believe fake science. <laughs> We're putting anti-vax on the blockchain. It's flat like the earth. It's flat like the earth. <laughs> Vax coin. <laughs> it, 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 it's actually a square coin because, as you know, according mm -hmm. to the laws of physics, square coins roll on a flat earth, That's which is true. where we live. That's true. Also, they're made of aluminum foil, so you can get a bunch of them and make a helmet. That's right. And uh, also, they have no formaldehyde in them, unlike vaccines. Zero, it's only 7% aborted fetal tissue in a, in a vax coin, unlike vaccines. Oh, my God. By the way, Z, I was watching the SpaceX launch <laughs> yesterday, and a bunch of flat earthers showed up in the comments and were like... <laughs> This proves nothing. This is fake. It's like, you're watching a live stream from a camera that's connected to a rocket, and it's going up in space, and you can see the curve of the Earth, bro. But nah. it's in 2D, Tom. It's all fake news, man. It's only real if it's in 3D. You don't understand uh, the confirmation bias involved here. They would actually, you, you could send one of those flat earthers into space, show them the round earth, and they would think that you were putting mind waves in their eyeball and tweaking their eyeball <laughs> they, to try it. Because God knows 
We are invested. Like everyone's making money off this round earth scam. Like if, if, if what would happen if the, if the U.S. really realized that it's all flat? You know, like long, it would break the economy. Long time ago, I uh, stopped accepting my round earth money because I, I just felt bad about lying to the people, Z. Yeah. And now I only accept uh, money from uh, Janu. And uh, there's a 25% <laughs> off coupon going on right now on our site. So. Also, uh, if you're going to shill, shill right, Tom Heinberg. Yeah. It's Janu, okay? Yeah. It's, it's, it's an Indian word for uh, sweetheart. Sweetheart, yes. Sweetheart. I learned that the other day. That's right. Are we done being We're assholes? Done. God, let's right. get out of here, man. ZPEC, I love you. I miss you. Stay with us. We out. Go. Go. That's the birthday. That's the 25% off coupon. Janu. Pronounce Janu. Sweetheart. Clear. I hate you so much, Tom Heinberg. We out. Clear. Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It, it just really helps the algorithm to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me, hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I want to hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community, really. And we support and love each other and share, again, through our own experience, how we're waking up. So, and that that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.